Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. consider myself a dependable person. Would you say I'm a dependable person? I would say, yeah. I don't think I would have married someone who is not considered dependable. Oh, that was a deal breaker for you. I didn't realize that. Uh, Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I was voted most reliable by my graduating class back in 1998. Yes, I was. Was the words like something specific that happened that made you reliable to them? No, it was, (laughs) uh, we, we only had a limited number of students and we went through the alphabet picking one letter for each word to describe a group of people. And I think they were getting to the end with reliable and said, oh, yeah, let's pick Coleman. He's, okay. Sure. <laughs> well, it's very important to me to, like, be on time and be dependable. And I, it drives, I really get upset if I am not, as sure. you know. As we all do, right? We all want to make sure that we're following through on commitments. Like, I feel like a lot of people, like, really doesn't really bother them to be a little bit late or... I don't know. I feel like I've met people who aren't that bothered. I think you and I are the same that we don't like to let other people down. Yes. And maybe everyone feels that way, but I don't, I feel like I feel that way more than others. Right. Okay. So it was really troublesome to me this last week. It was, we had a, we had a (sighs) tough couple of weeks. I was unreliable a few times. I was kind of letting some balls drop. (laughs) As you'll say. Are we, um, are we telling the story about the kids in school? Yeah. I mean, why not? Right. I'm an open book. <laughs> All right. I got no shame. <laughs> well, this doesn't involve only our kids. It's other yeah, kids so, too. I'll let you tell the story. Right. So we do a carpool after school that we've started doing, which is a wonderful. And so every other week, either I pick up my neighbor's kids and my kids, or she picks up her kids and my kids. And it was my week last week. I was supposed to pick up her kids and my kids after school, and I just totally forgot. Not, but <laughs> that's not the whole story. You forgot. Yeah, there's more to it than twice. How many times? Two you, times, yeah. Two so times. So the first time, I I was doing a, a actually a podcast recording for a different podcast that I work for, and it went long, and I just lost track of time, and I didn't. And I, I well, as soon as I was done, I, I saw that I had a couple texts from her, and she's like, "Oh, you were gonna pick up the kids, right?" And then I went. I'll just go ahead and do it. So she's like realizing your How kids late weren't were ever going to get How home. How late was this? Like 45 minutes, wow. an hour. I didn't know it was that it late. It was a long time. Wow. The kids didn't mind at all. A few times since then, they've been like, can we stay and play at the park longer? Because we're not doing like parent pickup. They're just playing at the yeah. park until we get there at least. But I love that. I think there was one of the kids say, can we stay and play at the park? Like, like, like that last time, that last time <laughs> when you let us stay at the park and play a really long time. But it was really one of the two times that Aubrey forgot I'm to like, pick them up. Actually, I just forgot you that time. They're yeah. Like, yeah, do that again. Well, it was really <laughs> tough because when I got home and Aubrey told me about that, I was really embarrassed and I was upset because I felt like we had net let our neighbors down. Yeah. And then it happened again. That's the thing. It was like, okay, let's make sure this doesn't happen again. And then yeah. two days later, that one, it was because of early release. I hate early release. Yeah, the whole early release thing, I, I, I get it, right? In our district, they do early release every Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, they get one, one hour early. But they, they have two different schedules for early release. They have an early release schedule 
they also have an early dismissal schedule, which is different. Yeah. And I don't know what the difference is. It's just a different well, time. every but... Wednesday, they get out one hour early, and I just forgot. I forgot I was working, and I forgot that it was early release, so I was planning on picking the kids up at the regular time when they get out of school. Yeah. And an hour before that time, I'm on my way home from work, and I see my kids are at the door, like at the ring doorbell motion. I'm like, oh, no. Well, you've, you've <laughs> had a lot on your mind lately. She mentioned this other podcast that she's recording, so Aubrey's picked up a couple of part-time jobs in the last month or so. Yeah. Um, I have my full-time job where I'm commuting into an office and right now I'm not currently working from home. And she has historically been the one who's been at home, been able to pick up the kids, been able to start dinner, do some laundry, do some other things like that to, to you know, make sure everything is going smooth in the household. And the last couple of weeks since Aubrey has done, you know, picked up, how many jobs are you working now? I have like four jobs now. <laughs> well, I don't, this one is a hobby though. This one doesn't count because I don't tell people I have two jobs. I just have my one job and then I have the podcast, the Accidental Parenting Well, if you hobby. count VIP Kid, okay. transcription, and then the nonprofit. Do you still do the, the transcription? Podcast. You better not be no, doing the I'm, transcription. No, I haven't been doing transcription. I but it counts. Say, I'm, a, no. I'm employed if, by them. <laughs> if like all these balls are in the air and like we're no, dropping, so, like drop the transcription. You got... And I don't count. This is a hobby. The I don't lure, count this. The okay, lure, three jobs. Three hold jobs. on, though. Let's talk about the lure of this transcription <laughs> job. Uh, you know, you read about it online, and I don't, tell tell us what what were you transcribing? Yeah, like the news. You know, you're, it was captioning. It was captioning news okay. and um, yeah, show TV shows. And it's like you can make twenty dollars an hour and all this uh, different stuff. And in your pajamas at home, which yeah, sure, great. That's nice while the kids are in school. Yeah. But yeah, it turns out to not be that much. It always turns out to not be that much because no matter how fast you type, you still have to like do the whole thing again mm-hmm. to like time it with the... Anyway, yeah. it just wasn't uh, cost effective. So a rough couple of weeks, we were s- skipping on some responsibilities that we had committed to. Uh, there was also the dinner incident. <laughs> yeah, well, so I... I this is... <laughs> and I don't bring this one up to embarrass you. It's I'm more embarrassing for me because of the outcome of the story. Yeah, maybe, right? Go ahead. You're going to admit all this? Yeah. (laughs) This is going to be interesting. Okay, so I was, I had chopped up some Brussels sprouts and was roasting them. And as the good mom that I am, making dinner and had those going and then... But Just you had my, somewhere to be that night. Yeah, I had I had to work that night. Uh-huh. And I had, I had like bought salmon that I was going to cook, but I hadn't quite started it yet. Cole gets home from work. And, and I, I was, was like, exhausted. It had been a yeah. really long day, lots of meetings, back-to-back meetings, and I was just exhausted. I got home, excited to eat some dinner with my family, and... Yeah, and I was like, ooh, you need to start the salmon, Brussels sprouts. Oh, no, what happened was, I was like, the Brussels sprouts are almost done, and I went and checked them. And somehow I had turned off the oven. Yeah. And they hadn't cooked at all. So it's like not oven full of raw Brussels sprouts. And nothing else is done for dinner. So And I'm like, I gotta go, bye. Yeah. So it's, yeah, an <laughs> oven full of raw Brussels sprouts. Nothing cooked for dinner. And she says, all right, see ya. Feed the cook the salmon. Feed all this to the kids. And I'm thinking, I don't want to do dinner. I don't want to make dinner, clean up dinner, and, and like feed all the kids. Welcome I was so to exa- I every day. Anyway, I was so exhausted with my day at work. Yeah. I was just done. And I was like. No, I'm not going yeah. to. I'm, I'm not <laughs> cooking dinner. Uh, I'm going to take all the kids and we're going to go out to eat. So I waited for the, the Brussels sprouts to finish cooking, put them in a little Tupperware. It's not, we always call it Tupperware, but it's not really Tupperware. It's the whatever. Because oh, yeah, that's like a brand, yeah, right? So yeah. what should we call it? I, I mean, unless, unless, containers. Unless, yeah, unless, uh, unless Tupperware is going to give us some, some ad advertisements. <laughs> does that, does that company even does exist? Count it. I don't think I've ever seen Are you, does real Tupperware, Tupperware that says Tupperware on a container. I think Tupperware used to be like, it was the 
Avon of its day for plastic sea level containers. I, mean, I believe you, but have you ever actually seen Tupperware that says Tupperware on it? Yeah. Oh, I don't I'm think sure I ever your have. mom has Tupperware. Maybe. Maybe. I'm sure of it. Maybe. I'm not that observant. Okay. I'm I wouldn't Googling have noticed. this right now. Okay. Tupperware and so, Tupperware.com food storage containers. Maybe we do have... No, ours is not Tupperware. Ours I don't is some think so. knockoff brand. But they might sell it in stores now. It, I, I think it used to be where you go around and sell to all your neighbors and friends Tupperware. Oh, yeah, okay. And it was, you know, the Tupperware would burp when you open it. Yes. Right? right. Anyway, I put the Brussels sprouts inside our sealable plastic containers uh-huh. that we purchased, not from Tupperware. And I get all the kids ready, get their shoes on, and we go to get in my car. To go get dinner somewhere. To go get dinner. Uh Now, this is where it gets a little bit tricky, and I have to admit something about the car situation. Oh, well, I I, I thought you were just going to admit the fact that you didn't take them. Back it up to when we left. Normally, if the Tesla is home, whoever drives takes a Tesla. We're going inception one level deal. We're like three stories in right now. Okay, just hang with us. So when I go to leave, when Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, bye, cook the salmon and finish dinner, but have fun. And I was like, I'm taking the Tesla, and you're like... And I'm like... I, I said, that, said that, makes makes me me that makes me feel a little uncomfortable. That makes me uncomfortable. Now, said. to my credit, <laughs> it did make me feel uncomfortable because of historic things that have happened with historic the Tesla. Things. A historic Plural? and historic event and historic that event. happened in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Aubrey went to. There was a day that Aubrey did not forget to pick up the kids. I was there on early, actually. She that was, was there the too early, mm-hmm. and she went to go in the parking lot and. Another vehicle backed into the Tesla. So it had a big ding in the door, and I was very sensitive about it. You know, it's it's one, of my, it. <laughs> it's one of my babies. It's one of my children, and it had this big, ugly ding. We had just gotten it back from the shop, and it had had been repaired, and now Aubrey wants to take it you out. You took it and personally, I was just, like someone punched I one of your kids just, in the eye. I know. I just <laughs> wanted, I wanted that Tesla to reach out and punch the other car back. <laughs> right. I really did. So I told Aubrey, I was like, that makes me feel uncomfortable. She was mad when she left. I was still a little yeah, bit mad. Yeah, it was mad. a thing. <laughs> it, was, it was an awkward that had thing. Because there has never been an issue before where it was like, this is my car, this is your car, you can't drive that car. Never. So here I am with four kids trying to figure out where to take them to dinner, and I've got the Tesla sitting in the car, so all four in seats garage, are taken yeah. on. Yeah, in the garage. Uh, normally, I would have taken Aubrey's, the, the other car, yeah. and we would have fit all the kids fine. But the reason why this was an issue, another story, <laughs> is the older girls like to fight over the front seat. They well, want to sit they the like to sit in the front seat, sure. and they also like to fight over the front seat. And they, they, we figured out this rotating process, and I thought that was working fine, but now it seems like every single time they go to get in the car... They're fighting about the front seat. So I instituted the policy, if ever you fight about it, no one sits in the front. No Everyone's one sits in the back. In, which yep, works in, in my car, because there's perfect. enough seats in the back. It's perfect. <laughs> Until car. last week, when we go out to go, I think they wanted to go to Chick-fil-A, so that's where we were going to go, and the girls are fighting over the front seat, so I said, all right, everyone in the back seat, four <laughs> kids in a three-seat back seat doesn't work. So they're like, it's squished. It hurts. And I'm like, all right. We don't have seatbelts. I'm like, (laughs) this isn't safe, Dad. So I'm like, all right, if we can't fit in the back seat, which I knew they wouldn't, I didn't go anywhere. I was still in the garage. I said, I have everyone out. I'm going to go get food, and I'm going to bring it back. So 
they were crying. They were sad. They were upset that they didn't go to Chick Fil A. Yeah, they, they get to actually. They like. They love to actually go to a restaurant. They yeah, well, and they like the play place at sure. Chick Fil A. It's a yeah. big and Chick Fil A is amazing. <laughs> um. So I went out and I got them raising canes, <laughs> which is not Chick Fil A. It's still very good. Some of the, about half that? the is kids. Is it because you like didn't want to go where they had requested to go because you no, were mad at them? No, it's like Why a mile you? and a half closer. <laughs> Okay. It's a mile and a half and like four stoplights closer to go to Raisin Cane's sure, versus Chick-fil-A. So I brought back Raisin Cane's and uh, that's that's why the countertop was so greasy the next morning. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Every time, <laughs> every time we, we eat Raisin Cane's at home, it's like someone sprays a full can of Pam cooking spray yeah. on the countertop. This is it's how so you know greasy. it's not an ad because we wouldn't be able to say negative things about how greasy it Look, is. And I know, <laughs> no, I, I feel bad though because I, I know some people who work uh, at Chick, at, not at Chick-fil-A, Raisin Cane's. at Raisin Cane's in their, their corporate headquarters in, in, I believe they're in Dallas. And I've been to their corporate headquarters. Really cool company, really awesome food. That's delicious. But every time I eat at my house, I've got like this layer of film That's of because our kids, if they don't want something, they take it off their plate and put it on the yeah. counter. Kids are the so, worst. So the bottom line is, it used to work pretty smoothly when I was home. And even though I was busy with the twins, I had some downtime. I had time to clean and cook and do all of these things I needed to do. And I didn't have that much on my schedule to keep track of. So I wasn't, so I was, I was keeping track of stuff. Sure. And now I'm busier. And it's much harder to keep track of everything. Yeah, and there are some things that I've tried to do to kind of help to pick up. This sounds bad, but pick up the slack. No, but, no, you know, there have been some things. When Aubrey was staying at home, it was easier to, to figure out who was doing the laundry, right? She was home. I had time. She had the ability. She had time. So she would do the laundry. Do it while I watch Netflix. <laughs> exactly. There's no Netflix. So I, haven't, I can't even do tell it, you the last time I had time to watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah. um, so then... She starts working a, a few part-time jobs, which is the equivalent, equivalent of a full-time job. job. And but now flexible it's, hours, so I can still yeah. be here when the kids go to school, and I can be here when they get home if I remember to pick them up. But now it's like, who who does the laundry, right? We're and like, not it. Like, I know, my finger seriously. on my nose, like, <laughs> So now me. we're kind of going back and forth and figuring out that balance. Uh, what I've started doing is late at night, I guess after the kids are all in bed, I'll go and I'll just clean the house. I did, did you notice yeah, I did yeah. that the other night? I was like half asleep and I noticed you were cleaning and I thought I should get up and go help him. And then I didn't. Well, it was kind of, well, <laughs> I, I don't blame you. That's <laughs> totally fine that you didn't. Um, there are actually three benefits to me cleaning a house at night. Okay. okay. One, the kids are in bed and they know that I'm cleaning the house and they don't want to clean the house. So, so they they're stay staying in bed, in bed right? <laughs> That's, awesome. That's a big one. Another benefit of me cleaning the house late at night, and this one is kind of obvious, right? But it's just a clean house when you wake up in the morning. That's always good. Well, a clean house is very important to you. My, I don't mind a little clutter. It really bothers you. My kids ask me every year what I want for Christmas, and my answer is the same until the day I die. What do I want for Christmas? A, a clean, clean, quiet, quiet house. house. And they're like, Dad, no, for real. What like, do you want? No, I'm like, really. no, really, you don't understand. I, a clean, quiet house is my love language. It's your love language. So the third benefit of cleaning the house at night after the kids have gone to bed is it totally wears me out. So by the time I'm done, I go to bed and I fall right to sleep. Yeah. Win, win, win situation right there. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> well, so now that we don't have time to clean as much, there, like, there are solutions, right? We said, okay, if we're both working full time... 
we can take uh, some of that extra income and hire a cleaning service, which has been yeah. immensely helpful. It's been great, but it is only every couple of weeks. And it's awesome. I'm not going to discredit this. They're For awesome. Sure. They yes. come and they deep clean to a level that I think we only did every three or four months. Sure. And they do it all in one setting in a couple of hours. It's fantastic. But the problem is by the time you get home, you wouldn't even know they had been here. Well, no, I, I notice. <laughs> well, here's here's why I don't notice. They, the, the cleaning women that we have, they are so fantastic. They take the rolls of toilet paper and, you know, the excess of the roll that's coming off the roll, they turn it into a little rose, mm-hmm. little little origami, you know, toilet paper rose. They do something fancy with the paper towels, too. And I love coming home from work and, like, seeing the little roses. And the other day, there were no roses. And I was a little bit disappointed. I'm like, hey, what happened? To, did the cleaning people even come today? I don't see roses. And we were like, oh, we ripped them all off and threw them away. We used those bathrooms. No, we turns so out, sad. turns out <laughs> Georgia hates the roses. She's like, someone needs to stop wasting toilet paper. This really? is not okay. <laughs> yeah. She, so she goes and finds the roses and, and she intentionally throws them away because she knows that... She's not supposed to be wasting toilet paper, and That's funny. she consider, considers it a waste. But yeah, it's true. You still have to, I mean, we still have to keep it picked up because our kids don't pick up after themselves. That's the problem, And really. now that we have this cleaning service, it because I can see how clean it can be, I'm even going more to the extreme to make sure that our house is picked up and that... Because I've seen I'm what like, it can I be. I see what this can be all the time, and I'm... This is what I want, I'm going a clean, to, quiet I'm going house. to the extreme. But it's been nice for me to, you know, clean up the house after you've gone to bed and after the kids are in bed, because I feel like I'm helping to contribute around the house. Yeah. Oh, it feels like a miracle when I wake up and it's... Like, if I went to bed and it was kind of messy, and I wake up and it's clean. <gasps> yeah, my love language is definitely acts of service. Like, I've never loved you more than that once when you cleaned the fridge out. Do you remember you, that? Well I, well, I just did it again a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I've done it in the past, but a couple I've weeks done it ago. The, I've done it a few times, It's it, and I know this, right? I know that acts of service, that's your love language, particularly cleaning the fridge. I something know that. Something about cleaning the fridge. I'm There's like, something you ab- love me so much. So, <laughs> But it's, it's surprising that I don't do it more often, because I know <laughs> that about you. And I also love having a clean fridge. So I remember as a kid, you watch like TV shows and... There's like someone really cool and hip and they go into this really sleek modern kitchen and they open up their fridge and it's like so sexy clean, right? Like sexy clean. like super clear, super clear glass shelves and like minim- not a ton of food. It's kind of awesome to see like a really nice clean fridge. And yeah, so when you clean out the fridge, you like throw everything away because you totally. want to be clean and like empty. <laughs> I'm realizing that maybe one of my life aspirations is to be one of those cool people like the people I always saw on TV with really clean fridges. Clean, empty fridge. And the, the camera's coming from deep inside the fridge looking out and yes. there's only like two Tupperware containers. <laughs> Not even Tupperware. Original containers. Everything's fully yes. old. There's nothing half gone right. in a clean fridge. Come on. <laughs> I did, when I cleaned out the fridge this last time, I think there were like three bottles of barbecue sauce, uh, definitely two bottles of salsa, ketchup. probably. A well, of I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of the salsa, yeah, so that, that doesn't surprise me. But That happens. More, more condiments than you need, always. Get rid of all that. Get rid of the extras. Yeah. But it's, I've been able to keep our fridge cleaner lately because we don't have time to grocery shop. So it's there's kind of a win-win there too. The fridge stays clean and it's not cluttered full of food because we just don't have time to shop and, and cook. Oh. There are some things that, that we've done with um, 
time saving and meal prepping that I think are, are quite relevant and would help people. Right. That the are first busy. one we tried was HelloFresh. We ordered um, a few dinners from HelloFresh and it was amazing. It all came, and the ingredient or the instructions are really clear and. It was easy for Addie to cook it, which was, and she loves and to cook. And she loved it. Yeah, it was really great. She would get she all the ingredients out. She would cook the entire meal. She felt really proud of being able to. It was awesome. It was yeah. great. But it's she a little overpriced. Really it's quite a bit more than it would cost me to buy the stuff and meal if I had the time. Mm-hmm. So then we looked into some other options. I was looking into Dinnerly recently. The company Dinnerly um, delivers like pre-prepared meals where it's almost like ordering takeout. It's all hmm. prepared, but it's supposed to be fresher and better. A friend's mom, Penelope's friend's mom was telling me about it. Okay. So I might have to try that one, but it's also a little pricey. Well, the, if the food is already, if it's pre-made, yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be seems more. like it's going to be pricier. Well, and then HelloFresh, I ended up canceling because some of the produce was rotten and I tried to figure out what their solution was there. And they were like, oh, we can give you a credit for your fifth order. Oh, so you have to order like more to get more to get, the credit. To get yeah, any credit, cool. and that was lame. Yeah. So then I tried citrus pear, which I loved. I went with a good friend, and the way it works is they have everything. The meat is all prepared for you. They put the bag, the freezer bag, in front of you, and you chop up some vegetables and put in like salt and pepper, and, some, and then they come around and put in all the um, seasonings for their recipes, and you leave with twenty freezer meals. In a cooler that you're supposed to... actually forgot the cooler. I called Cole, and I'm like, you need to bring me a cooler. You know, this is a funny story, too. She's like, hey, can you bring me the good cooler, that good, nice cooler we have? I'm like, yeah, sure. And we have one of those, like, really nice coolers that is super heavy. Yes. And it's supposed to keep ice frozen for three weeks or whatever. And I thought it had wheels. No, so (laughs) I'm like, I haul this. I've got the twins with me. I'm hauling this big cooler. It doesn't... It's too big to fit inside a shopping cart. very heavy. doesn't So I'm, like, maneuvering it. I get inside... And she's like, okay, I'm going to need you to help me to get this home, too. Because I thought it wheel. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to wheel this out. I'm not going to be able to lift this in. No, car. in fact, the first thing you said is, oh, I thought I thought you were bringing the one with wheels. <laughs> I said, no, you asked for the good cooler. This is that. <laughs> That's true. And, I did. Yeah. Which, and I did need one that big, but it just, I was like, I've never been able to lift this. So note to all those who are considering citrus pear, you do need to take a cooler take with cooler. you. But I'm glad you brought the twins because that was so funny. They showed up with you in the cooler and they were like, mom, you're on Master Chef. <laughs> you're totally. on a cooking show. Totally. They were they so were really excited because I had, we, it was like a bunch of women and we all had matching aprons and we were all That's chopping hilarious. and it, it looked like a cooking show to them. <laughs> also hilarious that our five-year-old twins know what Master Chef and a cooking oh, show is. Watch Master Chef Junior. My kids love it. We watch There's it the one that you'd always watch with them uh, when I was working from home. What's the one? The Great British, the great the great British Baking Show. British that too. Baking I love that show. show. Yeah, they would totally watch. And it. you'd sit down to eat lunch, and they'd like plop down in front of the TV with their lunch and watch the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. Then every now and then, they'd ask for a different show, and I'm like, no, if we're gonna watch any screen, it's this. It's yeah, this show. that's awesome. And they're like, okay, this works. All right, well, it's screened, so they're not going to complain <laughs> yeah. too much. So then a couple nights later, we ate the first citrus pear meal, and it was delicious. Really good. It was like orange pork. You just throw it in the Instant Pot. 45 minutes later, it's done. You can do it in the Crock Pot earlier in the day, but I didn't, didn't I think saw, about it. So Instant you know, Pot. Speaking of the Instant Pot, I saw a meme earlier this week on the internet. Uh, something about saying, oh yeah, that Instant Pot that I got for Christmas last year, the year before, is just collecting dust. I don't know how to use it. And I thought... How do people not know still? they How they, they survive own, without it? Yeah, people own the Instant Pot and they still don't know or they don't use it, right? They're so fast, so easy to use. 
Um, Aubrey's been a fan of the Instant Pot for a few years now, and I think we use it at least at yeah, least three I times. Yeah, I do refried beans with it, and anytime if I only have forty five minutes, it's so fast. It pressure cooks your meat or whatever you're doing, and it's wonderful. So I now we've it. got these citrus pear meals that can be cooked or, or pre they're pre made. Mm-hmm. Can be thrown together in the Instant Pot. And quite and a 20 bit of them? less expensive. Yeah, twenty of them. Twenty of and them. And I think it was like two hundred dollars, so they're like ten dollars. So if we a do meal. like. Every and it fed other, our whole family of six. If we do every other night, that lasts like a month and a half. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. amazing. And it forced me to clean out the freezer. I finally got to throw away all those old packages of hot dog and hamburger buns that you insist on <laughs> freezing when we buy the bulk selection of hot dog That's and hamburger buns That's the problem is Costco. we'll go to cook like hot dogs and we're at Costco and I'm like, they're only $2 for like 48 of them. So you buy 48 need- of them. Eight. You use eight. We use like four because the kids don't even eat them. And, so and then, then we freeze the rest. The freezer. And then I'll always, the next time I go to use them, I'll check those and they're either freeze or burn. Of or, course they are. Or I'll forget they're even in and there. And it was like $2. So just, <laughs> just let's just throw check those. I'm not even going to freeze that stuff. Anytime we have leftover something bun bread, I just throwing it away. Yeah. It's That's not so worth it. so wasteful though. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I just, the better solution, stop buying Hot dog buns at From Costco. Costco. Right? Yeah, every other but grocery store sells an eight pack. Trip to go to the grocery store. It's on the way. Ever go to the grocery store. It's on the way. I just need to make more than one trip. That's or, the solution. Or uh, just get raisin canes <laughs> every night. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not. A we would have like solution. eight inches of grease on our countertop because and eight inches on my waistband. <laughs> <laughs> so when parents are both working, when they're busy, really important to have. A network of either friends or family who can help out, like even though like Aubrey, my neighbor who goes and picks up the kids yes. when I forget. <laughs> well, and and you worked out that carpooling arrangement because yeah. I was had to a take lot. her an apology gift. I took her a present and what did apologized. You take her? A bunch of candy, like was chocolate. It, was this like good candy or Halloween yeah, candy? Yeah, good, like chocolate covered cinnamon bears. And oh, that's right. Had she had chocolate covered cinnamon no, bears before? And she loved them. Who could? They're the that's best. always exciting when people discover. Chocolate-covered cinnamon bears for the first time. So good. Kind of amazing. We should we should go get some She forgave me. She cinnamon. was very sweet about it. She was like, you didn't need to do this. It's fine. But I, uh, I just felt That's, terrible. Part of that is because we have awesome neighbors. That's true. She's amazing. Shout out to all of our neighbors who may or may not listen to our podcast. But uh, they're fantastic. And we do neighborhood parties and cul-de-sac parties and game nights. And, and they are a really good network for us. And as Aubrey and I are both super busy... They uh, they have helped us out. So I, I did some research this week in preparation for this episode, and I found a uh, a survey that was completed on Pew, uh, Pew Research. This is probably 2015 when this took place. And I thought it was interesting because it was tracking the number of two-parent households in the United States. So both mom and dad working either full-time, part-time, whatever it is. And it gave us some trends between 1970 and 2015 about what those trends were looking like, like about, about having parents working. Uh, and in 1970, 31% of households had both a mom and dad working full-time. In 2015, that number jumped from 31% up to 46%. Uh, working part-time in 1970, 17% had a mom working part-time and a dad working full-time. Interestingly enough, same in in 2015, that's 17%. And then the big one, mom not employed to, as well as dad full-time employed from 1970 to 2015, 46% of households had mom not employed, dad employed full-time. 
And in 2015, I was down to 26. So the trend is that more and more women are out there working either part-time or full-time, uh, and families and parents are just getting busier and, and busier. Well, and this is tricky to uh, like interject really quick because this is totally going to be different for every family, every yeah. situation, and every personality. Because I have you know good friends and family who really, uh, you know, are able to stay home and value that. And, and then they are able to volunteer in the school and they are able to be fulfilled with these other things they do and with their kid. And for me, as soon as the kids, as soon as the twins were in kindergarten, I immediately was like so excited to get back to work. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that I, I always knew that I would work. I kind of tried, I was writing a book for a while and doing it. And then I was like, no, I, I want to work. I want to be, yeah, I, part of this, you know, work community and, and part of something bigger outside of the home. And that's not for everyone, Some you know, but I, something that I wanted. So there are different things that we can do as working parents to make sure that we have a balance, that we have things figured out between that work life and that home life to make sure that we aren't dropping the ball and that everything is getting taken care of. So one thing that I do, and I do this with work, before I leave my office at the end of the day, I always look at my calendar for the next day. And it's just a fresh reminder of, all right, here's ABC, what I have to do first thing in the morning, what I have to do in the afternoon. And it helps me prep mentally to know what's coming up. And I don't have to worry about typically don't have to worry about that at all. When I get home, I can leave it at work. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of know it's in the back of my mind that all right, I have to get to work by this time, because I have this meeting or I have to prep for this appointment. And it is a little more complicated for me because mine are flexible, and so I can get my work done when I can, so I don't have to do it when the kids are home. If they, you know, I want to get them off to school, and when they get home, I want to do it, but I have to find other times in the day. Sometimes I don't have the time during, while they're in school, and so I have to be a little more creative about finding the time to do that. So I can't just shut it off once I'm home. No, and that makes sense, but I think there are still opportunities to create, like, a a checklist or a to-do list. Like, here's what I need to do today. Here's what I need to do tomorrow, you know, prioritize that list, push things off to the next day. Yeah. Um, Because just saying, oh, yeah, I've got a lot to do. It's all flexible. Like, yeah, things are going to continue to drop unless you have a prioritized list of things that you have to accomplish. And it might not be tied to specific hours of the day, but I think you can you you can kind of make that work if you have that list and, and prioritize things. Yeah. Uh, another another tip that we found was planning meals ahead of time that. Citrus pear, is that what it was uh-huh, called? Uh-huh. Citrus pear, great opportunity there. Uh, I love that you were able to go out, it was what, a Wednesday night, go out with uh, a bunch of other, you know, people and kind of have this social yeah, experience making all these dinners. Because most of the time when one of us is making dinner at home, it's like, okay, one parent go entertain all the kids. Someone's I want to wait. homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make dinner in silence. I'm getting distracted. So it's, it was kind of a fun fo- social outlet out for really you. Really well. Yeah. And it was fast. It was like an hour and a half. I was surprised at how we fast it was. We were done. 20 meals. So, awesome. and, and explain that again. They did the all the fresh ingredients. Yeah, spices. so they have the meat all prepped already, right? What do you and mean prepped? What like, does that mean? Like cut, fat, no, no, but I mean okay. it's raw, but it's like fat is taken off and it's chopped into okay. like um, like the portions portion, and whatever. Everything. Yeah, it's okay. portioned out, and depending on if you bought like a, for a big family or a regular family or whatever, they they put it in front of you the two, and you're doing two at one, if you've ordered two anyway, 
And so then, but you're chopping the vegetables. They have onion chopped, but everything else, if there's carrots or whatever, then you chop that up and put it in yours. Mm -hmm. And they come around and put in if there's soy sauce or orange juice or chili or whatever. And they might come around and say, um, you know, mild, medium, hot. And so that they know how much of certain things to put in, right? Okay. So they're putting in all the stuff that's um, their proprietary, like their recipes, um, and you're, you're putting in salt, but it's very clear on the front what, you know, how much salt and pepper you put in and how much onion you put in. And then it's, and then they say this one's done and you seal it up and stick it in your freezer. Okay. That's pretty Or, cool. you know, your, uh, cooler until you. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Very that's cool. That's really, it's a very good business model. Like very easy, very, um, affordable. Cool. Yeah. All right. Another tip for helping parents balance that work life load Um, I I found some things that said, you know, use some automated systems on the internet, right? So shop for groceries online. And we've never done that. We've got some neighbors who do that. And they told us that they spend less money because they only buy what they need. Like half the time I go to the grocery store, half of my cart is, oh, well, yeah, I need another bottle of olive stuffed with jalapenos, (laughs) right? Like, I, yeah, that sounds good. So you're buying all this stuff that you don't need that half the time goes to waste. Well, and every time I'm at Walmart, I see all of the crew shopping for people, like loading their online. And I'm like, why didn't I do that? Especially Walmart, because I hate going to Walmart. And then you don't have to go inside. Then I don't have to go inside. (laughs) Just, just have them take care of it. So that's one piece using the internet. Um, another thing which may seem automatic for us in our generation, but using uh, automated bills and direct payments. Oh, yeah. We do that for almost everything. Is everything. I don't it's remember the last time I've had to write a check because that would guarantee those would fall through the cracks if we didn't set up those automated payments. And we still go on, on go online and check our bank accounts and make sure that everything is tracking and trending. Yeah, but, but there's nothing we have to do. It's all auto yeah. pay. Yeah. Okay, the last piece, and, and I've got a couple here on this list, but the last piece that I really want to hit on is, here it is, giving up on the need to be perfect, right? That's going to be tough for you, babe. <sighs> like, clean, it's not, it's going to be a little clutter. You have to be okay with that. <sighs> You're like, no problem. I know. Like, giving up on perfect to me doesn't mean that I can allow clutter. You, it just, you like, won't. You no, won't I can't, say that it's okay that. that there could no. be a couple toys on the ground. But I will say that we can give up on being perfect compared to everyone else. Right? We talk well, about... Well, but that's not why you want a clean house, is to have anything to do with anyone else. No, right? but I'm just saying for any of our listeners out there who may be you know, feel like they have to keep up with everyone else and, gotcha. and have a perfect okay. life, right? Who cares what no. Pinterest and social media says? Like, you do you and figure stuff out on your own. And if that means you put the kids to bed and clean for an hour or two for personal gratification, then do it, right? And, and for me, that's uh, one of these other items that I skipped on this list. Part of that balance is making sure that you are putting your needs in priority and making sure that you're making time for yourself. And for me, the goal or moving toward that clean, quiet house, that is a priority for me. And yeah. I, I know that I can rest easier if I, you know, work in that general Well, and direction. it's good for me because we're a good balance that way because I could not care less. And I can't even imagine what my house would look like. It'd probably look like my room when I was a kid growing up, which was a disaster. And I don't want to live in that house. That was probably a good time to apologize to your parents for how messy. I'm so sorry for how messy my room always was. And I was, I was, as a kid, I was pretty good about keeping my room clean. Mm. I think, um, in fact, my mom babysat, uh, she was watching, there was a kid in our neighborhood whose 
mom had to work and my mom would watch him every now and then. And he came into my bedroom once and my mom's going to chuckle at this when she hears this. And he referred to my room as the museum room. <laughs> that's funny. Is that fitting or what? That is very fitting. Yeah, the museum room. And that's kind of like my office. I look around my office. It's kind of like the museum room. It's yeah. Everything has its place. It's nice and clean. Everything, yeah, it's, it's clean, tidy, organized. A clean, quiet house from a very young age. Yeah. From a very young age. And I hope that, you know, our kids don't take it to the extreme one way or the other. Because there's... There's a chance that they'll they're like, oh, yeah, you. my dad, no. <laughs> There's a chance they won't. There's a chance they'll go the opposite direction oh, yeah. and be like total hoarders. Could be. Because that's what they do now. I feel like our kids are hoarders. And... Kind of. They like stuff their closet full oh, of stuff like they're hiding it from you. <laughs> yeah. Today, the, the twins built a fort in their room. They're like, they're like, dad, we're building a fort, but we're not going to tell you where it is. <laughs> hidden like, it somewhere? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, is it under the bunk bed? They're like, yes. How did, How you, did know? you know? <laughs> and that's where like they stash all the toys from the other room. Yeah. And we actually had a, a moment just tonight before we started recording this podcast where I walked upstairs and I saw it was a bit messy. And I'm like, all right, everybody clean up upstairs. And we all cleaned you, up upstairs. You had just and... promised them they could watch a movie since there's no school tomorrow. Yeah. And you're like, just kidding. Turn, Turn up the TV here. off. To clean up. Priorities. <laughs> Let's clean up. And then they can watch the movie. So now we have a clean house and they get to watch their movie. As long as they don't make popcorn, we're good. Because... Yeah, they make a huge mess every time they eat popcorn. It's everywhere the awful. next day. <laughs> awful. And I remember... Like, no more popcorn. I remember popcorn. doing that as a kid. My mom would buy... So it was before it was Costco. We mentioned Costco a lot on yeah, this. We really should get a kickback. Speaking of Costco, um, someone was trying to make fun of me the other night for how you I pronounce the T. Look, it is C O S T C O, Costco. It's very very clear in my mind how to pronounce the word. No one is going to agree with you on this. <laughs> okay. Either way, before it was Costco, it was Price Club. Do you That's remember right. that? Yes. Yeah. And Price Club, I, I almost wanted to say Priced Club right there. <laughs> you want the tea. I, I really want that tea. <laughs> so Price Club would sell these giant bags of popcorn. Did uh, your parents ever buy yes. those? Yeah, clear. Every, yeah. yeah, every now and then my parents would buy them and my parents would leave and the kids, we would just like devour <laughs> and leave popcorn all <laughs> over the place. And my mom would come home and vacuum and it was... A huge mess. Uh, I could, I'm, I'm glad that Costco does not sell popcorn because... Our house would be a mess. It is true that Costco without the tea is a different company. I said we is. got some tables at work, and it was Costco Cos- without a tea. Costco tea. brand. <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference between Costco and Costco. All right. Nope, just one tea. <laughs> so let's wrap this up with a little game. You have a game? Yes, but we need a third person for this game. Uh, I am not looking forward it's to gonna this It's going to be game. good. It's fine. You're going to beat me. You're going to embarrass me in front of all of my friends. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how it works. We play this on road trips sometimes. I played this game in fifth grade, and I love it. So you have a map of the United States, and you have to know your states and capitals. As And the way it works is one person says a state and a capital, and the next person has to say a state and a capital that touches that, that borders that state and capital, and you can't repeat any. So you can run each other into Canada or Mexico or the ocean. If, you, you know, if one's been said, then you're stuck. And if you mess up, a capital. Or if it's the wrong one, you know, then you're out. That's okay. it. Okay. All right. So you can start wherever okay. you want. I would like to start. Oh, wait. First, we're going to interest Addie. Addie's our third person checker. Hello. <laughs> this is Addie. <laughs> She's going to tell us if we mess up. All right. Yep. Thank you for helping. Okay. So I am going to start with 
I just I wanted to say Seattle, Washington. It's not Seattle, <laughs> That'd be Washington. Funny if you got out before we it ever started. Olympia, yeah. Washington. Yeah, that's right. That's you where let I'm us starting. know, Addie, if he's wrong. Yes. That is correct. Okay. All right, I'm going to say Salem, Oregon. Boise, Idaho. Yep. Helena, Montana. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Casper, no, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yes. Cheyenne. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Denver, Colorado. Okay. I'm going to go with, I'm pretty sure. Oh, let's go with um, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah. Yep. Phoenix, Arizona. Crud. <laughs> Uh, you're going to beat me here. Salt Lake City, Utah. Yep. Okay. Reno, Nevada. Uh, Reno. It's yes, it's Carson City. No! I just won. <laughs> you had me. Carson well, I think you were going to win oh, anyway. Oh, no, I would have won because was California. California. Sacramento, yeah. California. Yeah, I messed up as soon as Carson I went City. west into It's because Arizona. we were watching uh, We were watching Reno 911 the other night. <laughs> That's why I somehow, said Reno. That's a somehow funny show. Somehow you got Lieutenant Dangle in your mind with Reno, <laughs> Reno, Reno, Nevada. Nevada. Carson All right. City, Carson. Well, that's you. what we've got for the episode on the work life, the balance. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And I just won the game. Yeah. <laughs> about time. About time. <laughs> All right. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.